Once upon a time, there were two little sisters, Pauline and Ruth DuPont. And they lived in a massive, luxurious mansion in Wilmington, Delaware. They were the daughters of Henry Francis DuPont, one of the heirs of the very powerful DuPont business dynasty. Pauline and Ruth just wanted to play. But the DuPont mansion was full of all of this expensive art and furniture. They pretty much lived in a museum, but in the bad way, where everything had to be just so, and you couldn't touch anything. And as one of the daughters wrote to her father in one of her Christmas cards, she made a a poem in the Christmas card that talked about living in a house where you're not allowed to sit on the furniture. One place the kids were allowed to play was in the extensive 60-acre garden. Sometimes the girls would take their books out there to read. And even at some point, they were able to convince Daddy DuPont to add in a swing set. That was a little home away from home. In the early 1950s, the entire estate was turned into the Winterthur Museum Garden and Library. But it wouldn't be until the year 2000 when the museum staff, inspired by the story of Ruth and Pauline's respites into the garden, used that story as a launching pad to create what is now the Enchanted Woods. There's so many artistic moments in the garden, moments that lead children to take a flight, you know, with their imagination because they see something they've never seen before. My name is Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we go to Wilmington, Delaware, to the enchanted woods at Winterthur Gardens, this four-acre garden with these characters and exhibits created using all the cast-off materials from the estate. Greenery that invites kids to drop the tablets, drop the games with all the rules, and give in to a state of play. More after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites— along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. At Rural First, we're the leader in rural construction loans because we don't work here. We work out here. We live rural, which means we know just what you need to build rural. Our dedicated team of loan specialists works with you throughout the construction process. And with our digital tool, you can manage your project all in one place. That's how Rural First gets you closer to what matters. Rural First is a registered trademark of Farm Credit Mid-America. NMLS 407249. Equal housing lender. Loan subject to approval and eligibility. Other terms and conditions may apply. Visit RuralFirst.com for more details. Pauline and Ruth DuPont's adventures in that 60-acre garden, they all happened back in the 1930s. As they grew older, they found other interests. Ruth left for Vassar College in 1941, where she graduated valedictorian. Pauline became a trustee for Winterthur and Planned Parenthood. In the early 1950s, their dad, Henry, moved out of Winterthur 
and officially turned the house into a museum so that the public could enjoy this vast collection of art and furniture, all of the things that Pauline and Ruth were never allowed to touch as kids. But even as it became a museum, the garden that Pauline and Ruth would play in was pretty much the same. Same oak trees, same azaleas. But in the early 2000s, the folks working at Winterthur realized that Pauline and Ruth's childhood escape could be their own inspiration, an inspiration to build something brand new. The staff here got the creative idea of creating a creation story for this garden of fairies creating this garden to invite the daughters back to play. This is Chris Strand. He's the CEO of Winterthur Museum and Garden Library. And in creating the garden, as fairies do, you know, nothing's in a straight line. It's like the the children's book, The Borrowers. Everything's sort of stolen and borrowed and uh, cobbled together. So the staff worked with designers to create a garden that very much looks like fairies would have constructed it to entice the young girls to come back to play. The hairpin fencing, the carved stone fruit baskets, you know, the, the trough that has a hand pump that you can pump to fill it with water. All of those are elements that were salvaged from little pieces of the estate here, whether found in a barn or laying in the woods. So the creation story goes like this. The fairies, as clever fairies do, stole material from all over the estate and brought it to this little three-acre piece of the garden. Their goal was to make it as attractive, as beautiful as possible, to lure Ruth and Pauline back to play. Though both daughters were elderly by the time the garden was completed, the Enchanted Woods work as intended. It attracts kids to come and play. Unlike other play areas with rubber tiles on the ground and slides, this garden feels like it really was created by fairies. This is one of those gardens where we really are inviting the kids to explore, um, you know, every square foot of the space. What's interesting about Enchanted Woods is, you know, it, it doesn't look like a playground. You know, there's stone and there's water and there's all these features. And it doesn't feel like everything is padded and swaddled in, you know, bright rubber to keep you from injuring yourself. And yet what is nice about it is kids navigate the space and kind of sets their imagination free. But it is also a wonderful environment for kids to learn in. The garden begins with a serpentine path because, obviously, that's how fairies would do it. And the path leads you to a troll bridge with a just big enough space below it for grumpy trolls to call home. Come around the corner and there's a bird's nest, which is a bird's nest on steroids. It's a very popular location for photographs. Because you can get your whole family in the bird's nest, and our arborists build that every year with branches. And after that, there's the head of a green giant, a labyrinth, a tulip tree house, just tons of these magical little wonders for kids to explore. And one of the draws is that there's no obvious backstory to any of these characters. Aside from the fairy myth, everyone is just left to their own imaginations. There's no one to tell you how to think about what you're seeing. But it isn't just the built structures that kids are enjoying. Between all the wonders are just the plants and the animals who are interacting with them and they can interact with however they like. So the kids that have adventures there, I, I, it was ironic. I was up near Enchanted Woods about three weeks ago and a woman came up to me and said, is it okay if we step on the grass? And uh, just so you know, uh, yeah, all the grass, you know, pretty much everywhere here you can go walk on. 
The Enchanted Woods is full of towering oak trees. At ground level, there are azaleas and hydrangeas in all sorts of colors. There are tons of squirrels jumping all over the place, which the staff at Winterthur tell kids are the vehicles that fairies use to get around the garden quickly. Parents can come along with their kids on the journey through the Enchanted Woods, or they can just let their kids explore on their own. The very idea of the Enchanted Woods is to let kids be at one with exploring nature, to feel limitless in the possibilities. And one of the things that that studies have shown is that kids that observe, you know, flowers and uh, and the way plants grow actually develop through constructivism this idea of the way pollination works. And they, they develop fundamental theories about the way biology works through those sorts of interactions. And if you don't give them that time to explore it that way, then you're actually kind of robbing them of the opportunity to create their own theories about the way the world works. Both Ruth and Pauline DuPont returned to the Enchanted Woods before they passed away. And they both got to have one little last bit of fun. Well, I know Ruth loved it. You know, she was a lot of fun to get to know. She was um, not a great driver. She stopped driving. So she would come onto the estate and I would call security and say, you know, she's She's somewhere on the estate driving around. So, you know, heads up. I think when Pauline visited too, as I recall, Pauline visited Enchanted Woods on her return trip and she had her grandchildren with her. So so that was pretty special too. Today, the fairies are continuing their work on the Enchanted Woods. They and the on-staff masons are constantly thinking of new yet simple ways to get kids' imaginations going. And to just develop their love of nature, allowing them to have these real, uncurated experiences. You know, Maria Montessori believes that kids should have contact with real things, you know, so that she could carry a glass pitcher, not a plastic pitcher, because uh, then they know the weight of a glass pitcher. And if they unfortunately drop it and it breaks, then, um, then they know that glass things break. And so she was an advocate for having kids around real materials And I think that is part of the beauty of Enchanted Woods is these are uh, real materials, some of them over 100 years old, that are out there for the kids to touch. And it seems that the magic of the Enchanted Woods exists a little bit even after the kids leave. Chris tells us that folks who leave Enchanted Woods report back that something interesting happens on that long drive home. I am totally cribbing this from one of our parents, but she said what she loves about it, and I have to agree with her, is that you leave feeling sort of this sort of simultaneously calmer, but more refreshed and energetic. They're pleasantly worn out, but they're not, um, they're, they don't zone out in the car. You know, they're still curious and they're still interested, but they're not hyperactive. The Enchanted Woods is within the Winterthur Gardens and Library. A ticket includes seeing the home and the larger garden, which encompasses the Enchanted Woods. The hours of each part of Winterthur vary slightly, so be sure to plan your visit ahead of time. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. This episode was produced by... Baudelaire. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Manolo Morales, Gabby Gladney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. And this episode was sound designed by Baudelaire and mixed by Luce Fleming. 
If you want to learn more, be sure to visit atlasobscura.com. There is a link in the episode description. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. At Rural First, we're the leader in rural construction loans because we don't work here. We work out here. We live rural, which means we know just what you need to build rural. Our dedicated team of loan specialists works with you throughout the construction process. And with our digital tool, you can manage your project all in one place. That's how Rural First gets you closer to what matters. Rural First is a registered trademark of Farm Credit Mid-America. NMLS 407-249. Equal housing lender. Loan subject to approval and eligibility. Other terms and conditions may apply. Visit RuralFirst.com for more details. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh generation. Find seventh generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com.